Can you imagine having an AG that uh, her specialty is uh, getting human traffickers off on lighter sentences? How about we focus on Paul Pelosi's stock portfolio instead of who he's playing whack the wee-wee with and their tidy whities okay? Post office man found uh, going across the border to Canada with uh, a cart full of Trump-supporting uh, ballots. Uh, California ballots for Trump supporters go missing for the military. Next stop, beep, beep, communism. Kind of like Kintanji Brown Jackson over there at the Supreme Court doing her bits with the uh, the pedophiles and the uh, child pornographers. Uh, oh no, 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 rest assured you did not step in to a Mandela effect. It's time for season two of the January 6th Unselect Committee. Whoop-de-doo, right? <laughs> My mind is not what it used to be, ladies and gentlemen. Wait until, do you want to be part of that tsunami? Okay, because if you vote early, you're not part of the tsunami. I'm just saying, encountering illegal aliens in the wilds, does that sound too racist for anyone? Thank goodness for the internet where we're not printing a paper. Ah, just kidding. You know, I'm not that kind of uh, tree hugger. It was a total shim sham flim flam. It was almost as if Katie Hobbs was running the nation's elections and just making a terror out of it. Check out the political truth apparel line. Covefe. Rhino hunting season. Secretary of Snakes, and more to come. Fun, fashionable, edgy, cational. Go to Mr. C Online Store at www.thecreport.com. Click on the top right menu. Use coupon code 1776REBORN at checkout.
Okie dokie, ladies and gentlemen, how is it going? How is it going? I hope all is doing well on this Friday afternoon. It is uh, Friday, um, October, October, November, November, November 4th, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys are doing well this afternoon. Welcome to a brand new edition of Lone Star State News. I am your host, Mr. C, also known as Michael Aaron Gossidis. I hope you guys, again, great, great Friday. It's a brand new Friday. Jeez Louise. Running around with my head like as if though it were a chicken whose head were lopped off. Have you guys ever heard of that uh, myth, that legend, right? Is it, is it an urban legend? I don't know, guys. I've never seen a chicken running around with its head chopped off, but apparently my grandfather used to do it. So uh, <laughs> I guess it's not so much a myth anymore. Anyways, guys, uh, let's see. Rolling on in here on a Friday afternoon. And what do we got going on? We have what? Oh, we know what we have going on. We've got the uh, midterm elections coming up on Tuesday. Have you reserved your vote? Did you get your early vote in today, ladies and gentlemen? Did you get your early vote in today? Do you see me setting you guys up for the fall, right? You know exactly what I'm going to say when you tell me I voted early today, Mr. C. I did my civic duty. I'm going to say, no, you didn't. You failed us. You failed this nation. You failed your people. You failed your friends and family if you voted early. Am, am I laying it on thick for a Friday afternoon? No, ladies and gentlemen. I've only gotten halfway through my morning cup of coffee. So that should tell you something about where we're going to go today. No, just kidding, guys. You know I'm not going to harangue, harass, or or um, harangle. Is that a word? Harangle, you guys? Like I said, haven't even gotten through my first cup of coffee yet. So, uh. You'll have to forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm starting to make up words this afternoon. Wrangle, you guys, over voting early. I mean, at this point, what can be done? What can be said at this point? At this point, it's those who vote on Monday or Tuesday. No, there is no Monday voting. That's right. You know, they want that. They want the early voting to go all the way up to Election Day. And they want the ability to start counting those votes like two weeks in advance, as if though a month in advance were not enough for them to start early voting in some states like Colorado. I think, I think, I think voting is open all year long in places like Washington and Oregon, ladies and gentlemen. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. It's six months, okay? They they open up six months in advance for voting in places like Washington and Oregon. Just kidding, just kidding. You know, I there are several members of the Oregonian and Washingtonian, you know, uh, citizenry uh, uh, to Mr. CTV. So uh, they they hop in to Lone Star State News every now and then, you know, I mean, they, they love their state and they love their nation just like any other Texan. So, uh, you know, they, they don't mind sitting down and uh, checking things out over here, old Texas side. So, you know, I'm going to pull some Texas stories for you guys. Uh, I was busy, 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 busy yesterday. We did about five hours with President Trump um, for a special Save America rally uh, that took place in Sioux City, Iowa. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a momentous occasion. I would say the boss seemed a little bit 
tired last night, in my opinion. That seemed to be a, a trend yesterday. Yesterday, we had uh, president-selected Joe Biden, of course, and all of his black bla- blunders ladies and gentlemen his gaffes his uh his i can't even speak this morning ladies and gentlemen people are like this morning what are you talking about it's 3 p.m central time texas jeez louise mr c anyways uh you know we had president selected biden and his uh his uh i keep wanting to say a, a, a mix between blunder and something else i don't know blasphemous blunders there we go that's not quite the word i'm looking for but that's what we'll go with his blasphemous blunders and 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 gregarious gaffes then we had chuck grassley and then we had president trump and then we had chuck grassley again ladies and gentlemen so it was overall a very interesting night i think the uh cognitive disabilities of uh, at least the uh latter two right? Not the boss. He'd be the former. Um, you know, uh, I have worn off on me, ladies and gentlemen, for this afternoon. But anyhow, getting, to, you know, I was, uh, so we had five hours yesterday, okay? Uh, and then uh, after that, post which, you know, uh, post, uh, post, post rally, you know, uh, I was hanging out over at the Speak Uneasy's lounge or the Speak Uneasy's channel, I should say. He he was doing a little bit of a pop-up dance night. Uh, that's another content creator over at the Foxhole app for people who are here. What are you talking about, the Speak Uneasy? Well, you know, if you don't know who I'm talking about when I'm talking about the Speak Uneasy, then you're also not aware of this other show that I participate in. You know, I like to moonlight as someone who knows a thing or two every now and then. And so, you know, I'll go on to his show, uh, Speaking Easy, he has a show. It's called This Is News, right? Uh, if you go onto Mr. CTV's Rumble page, and uh, that's for those of you guys who are watching over at Rumble. By the way, thanks to the new subscribers who uh, came on board. We had about seven or eight that jumped on in the last 24 hours. Welcome on board. I hope you enjoy whatever broadcasting I present unto you here at Mr. CTV. We tend to be news and current events based broadcasting here at Mr. CTV. Like, you know, for example, right now we're doing Lone Star State News. That, you know, I talk about my backyard during this show. Uh, and then, of course, we have America First and election focus uh, news and current events in the evening hours, Monday through Friday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time with Mr. CTV's America First News show, The C Report, which incidentally is hosted also by yours truly, Mr. C, ladies and gentlemen. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And there's a, another broad variety of brush strokes worth of, uh, you know, shows and stuff that come out on Mr. CTV, like the uh, tailgate watch parties of the Save America rallies like we did yesterday. Yesterday was an amalgamation of The C Report and a Save America rally, you know, and then uh, co-host extraordinaire Java Cosmic was also in the house with us last night. So, you know, always a fun time over here at Mr. CTV, you know, so uh, hang on to us for a week or two. See if you uh, think what I'm doing here is quality enough for you to maintain that subscription on Rumble or Twitch or Odyssey or the Foxhole or Pilled or Clout Hub, you know. And uh, thanks for being here with us. Thanks for being here with us, all of us. You know, we make great community 
ladies and gentlemen. The Patriots usually have a pretty nice community. And uh, they ain't too hard on the eyes either, ladies and gentlemen. But anyhow, so you guys came here for Texas news and current events, right? Welcome to Lone Star State News. Uh, was working on the brand new intro. I'll probably tweak it a little bit, guys. Um, you know, that was kind of like, woo, let's throw this together and let's get this done. I've been working on it for uh, a couple of days for Lone Star State News because, you know, we got to grow this operation, ladies and gentlemen, and that's what I intend to do. And so that's why we've rebranded Lone Star State News here at what was formerly known as Lone Star News at Mr. CTV. And uh, here's a little hat tip, ladies and gentlemen, to Lone Star News, uh, which is actually a tri-county North Texas uh, local newspaper. So I'm not going to compete with these guys. They are terrestrial. They are in real life. You know, like they print out a tri-county called Lone Star News up there near Dallas-Fort Worth. So uh, uh, hat tip to those ladies and gentlemen. They've been in the game a lot longer than I have, and they actually print too. So uh, we are Lone Star State News here. I am your host, Mr. C, also known as Michael Aaron Gossett. Welcome to my playground, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, let's get some news going, right? Because that's why you guys came here. Um, okay, so I owe you guys Lena Hidalgo. I owe you guys Lena Hidalgo uh, for sure. Now, Lena Hidalgo, she is a Harris County judge. Uh, she is one of the most corrupt and crooked judges, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we are going to do a little bit of an expose-ish type of activity with her. Uh, but we will not be doing that today. I owe that to you guys. So uh, keep in mind, guys, I haven't forgotten. I have not forgotten. We'll get to her. Like I said, we also have, of course, these... Um, we have these... Uh, we have these, well, I'm like, sorry guys, I'm looking at stuff while I'm talking to you. I'm multitasking, you guys, I told you. I, I, I try and multitask and be as sharp as a whistle, but my mind ain't what it used to be. Uh, okay, so let us continue here. Uh, I keep pulling up this one that talks about a judge granting a temporary restraining order on Green Bay Watchers. So that's for tonight on... Uh, that's for tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on the C report. So, uh, okay, this is a window about Representative Branchen, another Wisconsin tab, ladies and gentlemen. Um, okay, we have the elections coming up, guys, of course, on Monday. So uh, I was going to try and uh, pull some info on that since that is coming up on Tuesday. I said Monday, but Tuesday we'll have an episode of Lone Star News, okay? Uh, and uh, Tuesday, uh, Monday, Monday, we will have an episode of Lone Star News, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> Tuesday, we will have elections. All right. Okay. Do we got that straight? Okay. We got that straight. So uh, you guys know, I love, 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 love to cover the election stuff like at the very last minute, because after all, we vote on election day here at Mr. CTV. You know, voting on election day is a theme that has been concurrent throughout many an elections here at Mr. CTV. I'm glad it's finally caught on, right? Okay, let's see here. 
Oh my goodness, if it weren't Alina Hidalgo. Okay. She's uh, currently in my... Okay, here. I will uh, I will regale you, ladies and gentlemen, with images of Lena Hidalgo while I uh, search for some stuff real quick here. Here, have a Lena Hidalgo here. Bam! There she is. That's, that's the one right there. She is the corrupt judge from uh, Harris County, Texas. That, ladies and gentlemen, would be uh, Houston, Texas. Yes, Houston, Texas. Sorry, guys. Let me, uh, let me, let me pull Lena Hidalgo away from the blackness of the abyss. Ready? Bam! All right. Now she's got a little bit of that Lone Star glory floating right behind her. Okay. So uh, why do I have her on the screen? We're not talking about her today, right? <laughs> because I figure at least you got something to look at while I'm doing this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hope you all are doing well out there. Now, uh, let's see here. Yeah, yeah, she's got uh, you know she's got some interesting stories, guys. I mean, aside from aside from obstructing justice, ladies and gentlemen, aside from uh, impeding an investigation in Harris County, okay, this woman, she is stopping an investigation into uh, lack of not not messed up, not questionable, no, no, totally missing. Missing, gone, never once existed, never got an answer to the question. Lord knows that uh, the Secretary of Snakes here in the state of Texas tried. Okay. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the chain of custody never existed. The chain of custody never existed. That's a problem, Lena Hidalgo. That's a problem. And I think I think an even bigger problem is trying to figure out why. Why this woman does not want that answered. But uh, Lena Hidalgo apparently has even more going on with this woman. I mean, there's more going on with her. Could you believe it? Could you believe it? Um... Apparently, this woman was doing like uh, illegal no one bid contracts during COVID nineteen. Yeah, that's also a problem, Miss Hidalgo. Anyways, we're not talking about her today. But did I not just whet your appetite to see this woman possibly, you know, get what she deserves? Uh, a little bit of justice served. Uh, a little bit of voted out of office. Yeah, I think that's what we need more than anything when it comes to one Lena Hidalgo in Harris County. Harris County, you have your chance. Now, you know, I don't know who all else there is. We haven't looked into, like I said, we didn't do the down ballot here at Lone Star State News because that's your job, America. That's your job, Texas. You know, we did take a look at a lot of the state races. You know, I think the hardest one is going to be the hardest one is going to be, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's going to be the uh, railroad commissioner's race. I think that's going to be the hardest race for Texans. What's going on, Stevie B15601? Hey, you know, if you're a Texan and you're voting on Tuesday and you're voting on the railroad commissioner's race, I'm curious about who you're voting for. 
Um, and I'm curious about why. Okay, so uh, you feel free to chime in if you're a Texan and you have an opinion on whom you are voting for in the railroad commissioner's race. That one, you know, and, and I'll we can talk it. We can talk it now. We can talk. We can talk this. Uh, this this uh, this little strategy here. Um, you know, when we were watching the, uh, I'll, I'll get Lena Hidalgo off the screen, guys. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Let, let me get Lena Hidalgo off the street. When uh, we were watching last night's, um, when we were watching last night's proceedings there, with uh, you know, uh, uh, Iowa, Sioux City, Save America, all that good stuff, you know. Hold on, I'm gonna look for a nice graphic for you guys. Okay, so Lone Stars. Um. You, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene had opened up, and and we were we watched her speak. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene opened up, and um, she had mentioned about voting on election day. No, 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 she didn't mention that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm getting lost here, guys. I'm getting lost here. I'm doing too many things at once. Stevie B fifteen six zero one says is in Pennsylvania. Awesome, Stevie B. You've got you've got an, uh, you've got some exciting elections coming up on Tuesday yourself, Stevie B. You know it's easy for me. Okay, this is what my point was with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She said vote down ballot. You know vote all Republican, right? Um, I mean, that's pretty much going to be the name of the game here in Texas. Like Stevie B's over in uh, Pennsylvania. Um, they've got some exciting races on their ticket, you know, uh, I mean, come on, you get to vote for Doug Mastriano, Stevie B. That's exciting to me. I would love to cast a vote for that man, for example, but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here in Texas, yeah, pretty much going to vote down ballot. I mean, that, that is, I mean, what are we going to allow a Beto O'Rourke in because we acknowledge, you know, governor Abbott to be a rhino. I mean, come on, get real, right? Like, of course, we're not going to allow Beto O'Rourke to get in there just because governor rhino, governor rhino is an Abbott. I did it again. I did it again. Ladies and gentlemen, governor rhino is an Abbott. Okay. <laughs> That's just going to be, uh, <laughs> That's just going to be a thing here, ladies and gentlemen, at at, uh, at Lone Star State News. Governor Rhino will always be an abbot here at Lone Star State News, and that's just the way it's going to be, okay? <laughs> I can't do nothing about it at this point, y'all. I'm two for two at this point, okay? So anyways, y'all, here, I just wanted to put, like, a nice little, like, image while we're, we're having this here. Here, I have a silver star, y'all. <laughs> Why? Because plata, I like plata. Anyways, that's uh that's Spanish for uh that's I feel like I am uh I feel like I'm um uh, boosting uh Aggie pride over here at Lone Star State News. Sorry guys, I'm not an Aggie. <laughs> mm. I would do the hook'em sign, but then I'd be accused of being a Satanist or a Luciferian. Anyways, what is on my mic? It looks... Oh, that's not my mic. <laughs> that's my screen. Okay, guys. All right. Yeah, we're, we're taking it easy here on this Friday edition. Now, as I was saying, Marjorie Taylor Greene, vote down ballot. That's pretty much a strategy. But that's why I was asking. I'm super curious about how Texans will be voting during the uh, railroad commissioner's race. 
uh, and you might be wondering why, Mr. C, why? Well, I mean, are we going to vote for a corrupt Republican uh, who uh, has the blood of Texans on his hand? I mean, that's a question. But look at what our options are. We have a Democrat that most likely uh, is looking at the Green New Deal down the line. We have a uh, libertarian who is extremely book knowledgeful, but probably has absolutely no street sense. In other words, this guy could probably toss numbers back and forth with any uh, pro in the game. But uh, when it came down to getting the job done, could he do it? Could he walk his baby balls around the corner without getting busted? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he could. I didn't have, I do not have confidence in that little boy. You know what I mean? I mean, talk about someone you just eat, eat up, chew up, spit out, you know, I mean, anyways. And uh, and then finally, we have the Green Party candidate. Enough said. OK, you know, do I even need to talk about the Green Party candidate? OK. <laughs> anyways, yes, Stevie B. Yes, 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 Doug, and unfortunately, Oz. But you know what? It's either Oz or Fetterman, right? Stevie B, and are you uh, really, even if we know, we know Oz is more than a rhino. Oz is a globalist, right? You know? But are we going to allow someone like Fetterman in? Right, right? Are we going to allow someone like Fetterman in? I mean, and then you guys had a choice between Oz and McCormick. That right there was a toss-up, dude. I mean, go Kathy Bartlett. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Exciting races, nonetheless. You know, I will be casting my vote for Governor Rhino. <laughs> I will be casting my vote for, you know, uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan. You know, I'll be, I'll be casting my vote for him. You know, uh, do I want to? Well, I mean, yeah, actually, I do. Compared to having what we have as other choices, uh, you know, we're not going to have Democrats in there. Let me tell you what, though, that railroad commissioner, that railroad commissioner's race, guys, that's going to take strategy. That's going to take strategy because I tell you what, guys, y'all be damned if I'm going to have a corrupt conservative Republican in my office with blood on his hands. I will be damned. So, uh, with that said, the choices are few. The choices are all the lesser than, you know what I mean? They're all the lesser than. They're the lesser of they're the lesser of the evils. <laughs> but what's it going to be? I tell you what Texas, if you are a conservative, and if you are a Republican, but more importantly, if you believe on uh, voting on party lines, that railroad commissioner's race is going to be a tough one for you. In my opinion, but uh, I digress, ladies and gentlemen, I digress. Okay. I, I will pull some Texas news for you guys today. I promise. Actually, you know, the last time I was on air, I'd wanted to share a story with you guys about Beto, you know, because here's the deal, guys. The Associated Press is putting up a front for Beto. And I mean, obviously, this is something that they do. This is something that they do. It's nothing new, right? But here's the deal. 
we had a story out of Texas coming from the Texas GOP itself about how the Texas Planned Parenthood was busted, 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 ladies and gentlemen, busted. <laughs> Stevie B, they refer to uh, Fetterman as Lurch, apparently, over there in Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's great. Anyways, um, Planned Parenthood Texas was busted uh, attempting to register dead voters, okay? Now, by all rights and purposes, if someone is attempting to vote, I mean, to register a dead person, that is a form of voter fraud. You know, I mean, you could also put it into identity theft if you wanted to, but let's face it, the victim is dead. They're deceased, right? So uh, I don't know that that case will go too far, but definitely voter fraud. That is definitely a crime. Uh, even though it is currently a decriminalized crime in the state of Texas, since uh, currently if you commit voter fraud or election fraud, I think the highest it goes is a class A misdemeanor. You know, it's no longer a felony. So, you know, commit your fraud while you can, Texans, because uh, next year it's going to go back up to a felony, you know, after they pass the law again. Well, I mean, it'll take time for that law to digest and finally become law <laughs> again. But you see how they did us, right, Texas? I mean, I mean, hello, hello, hello. Do, do I have any conservatives or any Republicans in the House that uh, that actually vote along party lines? Anyways, my point for uh, sharing with you guys the rhino alert is... Uh, that's how they did us, Texas. That's how they did us. They passed an election integrity uh, uh, package, right, of bills that made us just tickled. You know what I mean? It tickled our pink, ladies and gentlemen. It tickled our pink when our uh, elected officials passed this election integrity package of bills. But then at the same time, in the same very package of bills, they decriminalized election fraud. <laughs> do you see how they did us, Texas? You know, do you see how they did us, uh, you know, partisan Republican and conservatives? You know, that's why I say, and that railroad commissioner's race is going to be a difficult one because you got a corrupt individual who has the blood of Texans on his hands who is just so happens to be Republican and is supposedly conservative. But, you know, I thought conservatives valued life. And if conservatives value life, then you probably don't want, you know, millions of Texans suffering in the blistering cold of an Arctic storm with hundreds dying. Right, Wayne Christian. You see what I'm saying, guys? That railroad commissioner's race is going to be a tough one. But I'll be damned if that guy... Dang it! That's strategy, guys. That's going to take some strategy. Do you hear what I'm screaming? Do you hear what I am screaming? Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so uh, getting back to Beto. Getting back to Planned Parenthood, guys, 
we had a story coming from the Texas GOP uh, that Planned Parenthood was busted attempting to register dead voters to vote in 2022. Now, guess what? Beto O'Rourke and his campaign team was also busted attempting to register dead voters to vote in 2022. Now, I'm sure you guys can all see why this is a problem. And the funny thing about it is, ladies and gentlemen, when I started thinking on this story, uh, there was a there was a story that had come out. Uh, gosh, I mean, we reported it here on Lone Star State News uh, sometime earlier this year, where they were uh, the the uh, Texas GOP had filed complaints because a Beto O'Rourke's campaign team was sending out pre-filled out voter registration mailers. Okay, do you hear what I'm screaming? Beto's team was sending out pre-filled out voter registration mailers. Fast forward to uh, just prior to election day, right, 2022, and it's discovered that some of these mailers that are pre-filled out are going to dead voters now do you see the scam here because uh it was already an issue that these things were pre-filled out guys because it had it had uh you know ipp on it uh you know or P ppi or you know personal identifying information pii right that had pii on it personal identifying information that's what this was an issue about but guess what Beto O'Rourke's team needed this because dead people cannot fill out their voter registration cards. So they needed to be pre-filled, right? I mean, that makes perfect sense. So, you know, my thing is, you know, the Associated Press ran a cover story talking about how it was not against the law and that Beto's team had not broken the law and that uh, attempting to register dead voters was not breaking the law. And I was just like, are you serious? So what I think needs to happen here, ladies and gentlemen, to be frank, you know, is uh, I think a bunch of Texans need to sue the hell out of Planned Parenthood and Beta O'Rourke. They need to sue. Uh, that includes me, guys. I include myself in that thing. I, I might look forward into litigating on this. Uh, there's something, you know, because lawfare is the way. And uh, for me, I think the only holdup would be A, finding a lawyer that would do it pro bono. B, if I couldn't find that, uh, you know, gathering the money to pay for the lawsuit or C, figuring out how to do that pro se, right? Which means I would still need to pay for the lawsuit to file it and all that stuff. But that's what they need. That's what we need. I, someone needs to sue Beto for trying to register dead voters. That's election fraud, guys. That's, I mean, that would just sink his entire, could you imagine if someone could whip out a lawsuit on him uh, before Tuesday? And they have a press conference and they try and get some good attention on it and some some good eyes and ears on that, guys. That needs to happen. OK, that needs to happen against Planned Parenthood as well. We can't let them get away with that. That is beyond egregious, you know, especially when these 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 uh, campaign uh, I mean, these campaign these these voter registration cards are pre filled out. 
and they're mailing them to dead people. I mean, that is ripe for fraud. I mean, that is beyond ripe for fraud. And, you know, never mind, we still have these stupid and damned machines, ladies and gentlemen. And it is these very machines that are going to keep the rhinos in the state house. And these very machines are going to keep the traitors in the state house. And, you know, Texans will never really have their voices heard. Texans will never really have their voices honored and listened to, let alone any other person that resides in this nation that is proud to call themselves an American because of these machines. And that's just the way it's going to be until we get rid of them. And I've said my peace, amen, hallelujah. Some of you people need to find Jesus, okay? And I'm talking about you people who believe in these machines, all right? I'm talking about you people who believe in these machines and st still believe in the American way of life, but you think that they're not going to cheat with those machines. Of course they are. It's going to happen. It's still happening. It's documented as of happening as of 2022. Is this the year of your Lord? I don't know. Do we worship the same Lord? I don't know anymore. Okay, America. All right. So uh, anyways. Let me see if I can find this Associated Press article for you guys. I, was like, I will share with you a legitimate news article today if I, if my name is not Mr. C, so help me God. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what is up. I am invoking, you know, his uh, great majesty just a little bit too much today. Okay, so uh, here we go. Oh, man, this is a that's a uh, that's an article to share with you guys. A Christmas-themed all-ages drag show to tour Texas, starring Todrick Hall, Nina West, and Trinity the Tuck Taylor. <laughs> no! You cannot be coming to Texas, all you drag queens! Oh my goodness, who else is coming? Oh my goodness, okay. Okay, it's too late. I said it. All right. If you if all you conservatives are looking for something to picket and to oh <laughs> don't listen to me. I almost said riot. Anyways, okay. Uh check out this uh article here from the Texas scorecard. I know this is exactly what you guys were waiting for. <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. Pardon me. Look, here we go. All right, from the Texas scorecard. Christmas-themed all-ages drag show to tour Texas. This is for you, Disco Ball Chaser. All right. no. Uh, <laughs> children should not be allowed to attend events like this. I would agree. But um, at the same time, I will also say that productions like these tend to be a little bit more professional. I'm not saying that they're not going to twerk in front of your children. I'm not saying that they will not be wearing highly provocative or sensationalized attire but compared to what you see at your local bar a production like this is usually a little bit more professional and a little bit more careful i'm not making excuses for what these people do at the parties and the after parties by the way because trust me these people specifically these drag queens they know what happens at the after parties and at the parties, ladies and gentlemen. Probably especially that Nina West one. This Nina West one, ladies and gentlemen, have I seen this one pushing the uh, gender-affirming care on children? She's really bad, this Nina West one right here. That's this one right here. 
That's Nina West. She uh, she comes out on uh, PBS. She comes out on Sesame Street. She comes out on you know uh, you know the Muppets, and she pushes gender affirming care and she pushes uh, you know confused children. Nina West. That's her right there. Okay. So uh, this is okay, guys. You know, since we're here, since this this article's here, I'll I'll, I'll give you guys this. Okay, I'll give you guys this. When we're talking about pushing grooming on children and drag queens and stuff like that, and we're talking about the drag shows, we're talking about the children's uh, drag queen hours at the library, and we're talking about uh, sex offenders, and we're talking about perverts, and we're talking about um, you, that kind of thing. Now, this is totally, this is, this is same arena, totally different concert, Okay. This, these are pros. Okay. These, these are not your drag queens that you see at the bar every day. Okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I am just delineating. I'm delineating, right? I'm, I'm, I'm showing you guys the difference between the stories that we typically cover and this type of a production. Okay. This is a production. This is, this is, these are professionals. Okay. These are people who are, yeah, that means they might be professional groomers too, Nina West. Okay. I'm not saying they're not professional groomers either, Nina West. I'm not defending them. You guys need to understand the difference between the trash that we see at the local bars that are literally like zooming on children and this. Okay. This is a production. This is huge. Like this is, this is a worldwide, this is what this is. Okay. So I just want to make sure you guys understand now people like Nina West, like I said, will get on the screen on TV and they will do the whole grooming bit on Sesame street and everything guilty as charged, right? Not, not, I am not uh, diminishing that by any means, but there is a difference. Okay. So let's see what is going to be happening in the state of Texas. This Christmas, right? And doesn't it figure they would come to the most conservative state during the most conservative time of year, right? <laughs> I mean, so as long as you Christians are still celebrating pagan holidays and all, but uh, that's another story. Okay. So uh, it says uh, later this month. Oh, they're not. Yeah. An all ages Christmas themed drag show tour will stop in Texas, beginning in Amarillo at the city's taxpayer funded Globe News Center. For the performing arts, the event entitled A Drag Queen Christmas is one of 36 stops on the Murray and Peter Drag Queen Christmas Tour, which features multiple cross-dressing men performing on stage and lip-syncing to popular songs. The company will also host shows in other Texas cities, including El Paso, Corpus Christi, San Antonio, Austin, and Dallas. Now, what I also will say, ladies and gentlemen, about these professional drag queens is while uh, I do not hold these people personally responsible for literally trying to groom your children, I do hold them responsible for literally confusing the hell out of your kids and making them dress up in drag. And uh, I actually hold them responsible for people my age, the millennials who want their kids to look like these guys and want their kids to participate in drag show hours and uh, stuff. Because let's face it, it's the millennial crowd that really grew up and look up to these guys. Like, no, literally grew up. Like, I'm telling you, they were all coming of age when this stuff got really popular. And now look at what we're facing today in our schools. Okay. 
now we're facing the groomers who are getting the jobs because the millennials are hiring them because they want to be inclusive and diverse towards these sick people. Do you get what I'm saying here, guys? Okay, okay, hopefully you do. Anyways, because you know, I get I get beer and I get uh, I get stoned and pelted at uh, the community events because I report on stories like these. You know what I mean? Do you hear what I'm screaming, America? <laughs> I'm considered a self-hating gay because <laughs> I'm exposing. You know, uh, I'm exposing all of these uh, vices of the uh, queer culture. Anyways, okay. Uh, the Amarillo show is scheduled for November 29 and will feature drag queens Nina West, who authored a children's book entitled The You Kind of You and Trinity the Tuck Taylor. Do you guys know how Trinity the Tuck got her name? Anyways, okay. The event also offers a meet and greet where audience members can interact with the drag queens before the show. This is open to all ages, which means minors can attend. However, an advertisement for the event promises that the Christmas theme show is guaranteed to get you in the naughty holiday spirit. I told you they're professional, y'all. <laughs> Over the past few months, citizens across the state have sounded the alarm over children attending drag shows, which often feature scantily clad men cross-dressing and dancing provocatively. Although many establishment advertisement uh, advertise ad advertise their drag shows as family-friendly and open to all ages, children have been filmed at several similar events stuffing dollar bills into drag queens' underwear. And uh, yeah. It's just, yeah. Anyways, earlier this year, one such drag show at a Dallas gay bar featured children walking on stage with drag queens in front of a sign reading, It's Not Gonna Lick Itself. Amarillo's Christmas-themed all-ages drag show will be taxpayer-funded as the event's venue, the Globe New Center for the Performing Arts, is part of the city's Civic Center complex. The city of Amarillo came under fire earlier this year after attempting to create a new Civic Center complex with a $275 million tax anticipation note debt issuance. In reaction to this month's show, former White House physician and United States Congressman Ronnie Jackson condemned all ages drag shows and called for the event's cancellation. I just learned there will be a drag show coming to Amarillo where young children will be allowed and encouraged to attend. This is sick. Children should not be allowed to attend events like this. This needs to be shut down immediately. Texas Family Project President Chris Hopper also condemned the drag show's Christmas theme for its perversion of the Christian holiday. Not only are drag shows a perversion of the natural creation of man and woman, now we have this perversion creeping into our sacred holidays where we celebrate the birth of our Messiah, said Hopper. This debauchery and chaos has no place in any religious environment nor involving any sacred holiday. This is yet another low in the world of perverted grown men adding nothing to our society, but rather taking away from it. You know, I have to agree. <laughs> I have to agree. You know, children should not be at events like this. You know, the history of drag, drag the, the history of drag in general, 
is all about gender bending and uh, gender bending illusion, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, um, all of that history just it goes into it goes into a certain part of society that has its own history. And if you look into that history, guys, it's usually amongst the dregs of society. That's where it got its start. That's where it continues to this day. It's just now glamorized and popularized and uh, it's it's romanticized, it's idealized, you know, and it's uh, more importantly, it's 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 thrown on children, okay? And at at young ages where imagination and fantasy and we're talking like the healthy you know, the healthy and the uh, innocent fantasy of children, you know, and in their in their imaginations, they don't they don't have defined lines on gender and sex. Naturally, I used to pretend to be, you know, uh, Wonder Woman when I was five years old, but I was also Batman at the same time. And uh, that did not mean I had multiple personality disorder. And it definitely did not mean that I was confused about my gender. It just meant that I had an overactive imagination. And to throw this glamorized, bedazzled, you know, uh, fantasy of sing singing and dancing and illusion on children is really more of a trap. And it's more of a snare, if you think about it. And it's people my age, right? Now, I'm on the very tail tip of millennialism, but, you know, take it, take it, take it 40 and back to like 25. And that's where you get these people who grew up with things like RuPaul's Drag Race and grew up with things like the glamorized and highly accessible world of the drag queen. And who were brainwashed into all of this diversity and inclusivity uh, equals accepting um, um, subjective reality. Okay, it's all of that, and now we have this. Uh, now we have this treacherous snare for children. Okay, it, kids should not be because you know what understanding homosexuality and understanding uh, that type of a lifestyle, you don't need to know and love drag queens for kids to understand that some men like other men and some women like other women. I don't have kids, but if I did, that's where that conversation would end until they are an appropriate age, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have kids, but if I did, that is where that conversation would end until they are of an appropriate age. Some men like other men and some women like other women. Now, Johnny, eat your apple <laughs> and stop asking silly questions that daddy doesn't want to answer, okay? <laughs> until you understand the birds and the bees. And then, you know, I'll probably push that conversation off until later then. Daddy, what's a drag queen? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Anyways, guys, look at this. Disco Ball Chaser already has the date, the time, the arena, and the price of the tickets <laughs> in the chat room. Good job, Disco Ball. What's going on, CDP4JC? Good to see you, brother. I haven't seen you in a minute, and I hope you're doing well. Hey, Jace, Jason Q, what the hell is that? 
What's going on, Torcana? When did you guys sneak in here? I didn't see you guys sneaking in here while I was off. I was Batman, says Dong. <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, I don't. I could be Robin too, but you know, uh, I, I I like Batman. So, anyways, guys. Okay, we're about to wrap it up here for this edition of Lone Star State News. Thanks for hanging out on this afternoon. We'll we'll sneak in one more. Uh, article here from the Texas scorecard, uh, one that's a little bit more relevant, right, than actually some of the blather I've drug you guys through the last 20 minutes or so. <laughs> Here's one that's more relevant. Speaking of Harris County, speaking of its corruption, speaking of Lena Hidalgo, okay, maybe Lena Hidalgo, the corrupt county judge of Harris County, is not in this story, but uh, it, it is definitely about Harris County and elections, so let's take a gander, guys. Election security issues still plague Harris County. Ya don't think, do ya? New staff and equipment, same old process problems. And that is the issue, ladies and gentlemen. Same old process problems. Okay. Uh, you can you can uh, you can uh, get all the newest fancy equipment you want, but let's face it, like uh, if you got the same people running the show, you're gonna have the same corruption, right? Uh, let's take a look at this. It says, uh, while the state is still trying to resolve questions about Harris County's chaotic 2020 election, local election watchers report problems are continuing to plague the county's voting process during this November's election. Longtime election integrity advocate Alan Vera, who heads the Harris County Republicans Party ballot, Party's Ballot Security Committee, says some mail ballot processing issues were resolved after he reported them to the Texas Secretary of State's office. But he says in-person voting equipment and ballot problems are ongoing, as are deficiencies in chain of custody documentation that is essential to verifying election integrity. Here are some of the unresolved issues from 2020. For months, the Secretary of State's Forensic Audit Division has been scrutinizing Harris County's November 2020 election as part of a larger audit of four key counties. A report on phase one of the audit was released in December 2021, but phase two installed due to the lack of cooperation from Harris officials. On October 18th, a week before early voting, the Forensic Audit Division sent what Vera called a scathing notice to Harris County Elections Administrator's Clifford Tatum, previewing problems revealed um, by the audit and urging the county to correct them during the current election. The preliminary findings documented in the letter include incomplete chain of custody records for ballots, primarily from the county's extra-legal drive-through voting locations. We'll take a pause there, guys. Let that marinate real quick. Let that marinate real quick. Now, we, 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 we've shared this story with you guys. So... There is no chain of custody in Harris County for the 2020 election for over 140,000 ballots. I repeat, there is no chain of custody documentation in Harris County for the 2020 election for 140 plus thousand ballots. This incomplete chain of custody documentation stems from ballots 
that primarily were procured from the county's extra-legal, 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 can you say illegal, can you say unconstitutional, their extra-legal drive-through voting locations, ballot boxes, ladies and gentlemen, ballot drop boxes. Someone fetch me the uh, geolocation data for Harris County and these drop boxes, ladies and gentlemen. You know, when it comes to Harris County, you know, home of True the Vote, you know, home of Catherine Engelbrecht, Harris County. I heard she has the geolocation data for Harris County. That's what I heard. I haven't heard that in a long time, but let me tell you, when I heard that, I heard that a lot, okay? I could only hope someone like Catherine Engelbrecht of True the Vote has that geolocation data in Harris County, Lena Hidalgo, county judge, who is obstructing the investigation into that missing documentation. Ooh, the plot thickens in Harris County. Let's finish up this article. It's already 4 p.m. Central Time. All right. It says here, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. FAD, ladies and gentlemen, the Forensic Audit Division. You know that was a joke that uh, our Secretary of Snakes made up. He, he had to have done it anyways. Okay. So the Forensic Audit Division has identified at least 14 locations where chain of custody documentation is lacking at best and missing at worst. The notice is also the notice also identified polling locations where the number of voters checked in did not match the number of votes cast. One location showed 401 excessive votes. Can you believe that guys? 401 votes that exceeded the number of votes casted. Vera says the chain of custody issues addressed in the Secretary of State letter are continuing in different forms during voting in during early voting in the current election. Other problems he noted include serious problems with scanning voted ballots, also an issue during the March primaries, and mandatory bond information not prominently displayed and available to voters at any of the early voting locations, even though there are bonds on the ballot. You see, now that's something I see happening in San Antonio. You know, when we had our bond election in July, uh, there was no mention of that on the city website. There was no mention of that on the election website for Bear County. They did not tell the people of San Antonio that we had a city municipal bond elections. You know why? Because that's how they continue to uh, launder and snooker, launder money and snooker, you know, county residents that aren't there because they know we're not paying attention. Okay. You know, it's, li it's like my precinct judge said about 7% of our precinct shows up to vote for these types of elections. I was like 7%. Do you mean 41 out of how many thousands of people showed up? <laughs> It's no laughing matter, but it's how I get through these times, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, let's finish this article. It says here, new staff and equipment, same old process problems. A lot has changed in how Harris County administers elections since November 2020, including a new elections administrator and a new voting system that uses paper ballot backups. 
but the changes have created some new problems without resolving all of the old ones. This is Tatum's first election in Harris County, the most populous county in the state with more than 2.5 million registered voters. On top of failing to finish counting ballots on time and failing to include 10,000 mail ballots in the count, Longoria's long list of mistakes include failing to fix problems with the new equipment as well as sending the wrong size ballot paper to multiple polling places. However, she continued to run Harris County elections through June, including May's local elections and primary runoffs that saw more chain of custody failures. Longoria was a partisan appointee hired in December 2020. She had no experience managing elections, but was backed by Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo, a Democrat, and the Democrat-dominated County Election Commission tasked with selecting elections administrators. Her predecessor, Chris Hollins, another inexperienced political appointee, ran the November 2020 election that is still under investigation. Hollins was hired as a temporary replacement for the previous county clerk, a Democrat who fired who fired experienced Republicans in the elections office after she was elected in 2018, while he was also serving as vice chair of the Texas Democrat Party. Do we see how this plot thickens, y'all? Hollins is now running for mayor in Houston. You see how they're going to do that, guys? You have a Democrat-led elections commission with a Democrat radical activist judge who appointed Hollins, a de who was a Democrat vice chair, who's now running for mayor. You see how they're trying to run the city, right? You, do you see how they're trying to formulate their, their, their vice on the city of Houston? You have a corrupt activist Democrat mayor, Hidalgo, who had a vice chair of the Democrat Party running their elections with missing chain of custody, okay? She appointed Hollins. She appointed Longoria. Longoria did a cover-up job for Hollins and messed up all of the elections, okay? She got fired, okay, in, in a reign of disgrace. They brought in this poor dude Tatum, okay? And he's actually doing the job. He's helping them. He's trying to get this cleaned out. But you can see how they're formulating their their vice crooked team on this on the city of Houston. You'll have a crooked mayor who had been appointed by a crooked judge in other positions, and now they're running. Dude, guys, they need to be stopped. They need to be stopped, guys. They need to be stopped. Harris County, I'm praying for you guys. I'm praying for you guys. This is going to this is going to mess you guys up and the Democrats will rule the school in Harris County and in Houston forever until they get this cleaned out. That is that is crazy guys, you can see it right before your eyes. It, th th this is forming guys, right before your eyes. This crooked uh racket this is insane. I cannot believe we're witnessing this, guys. Okay, election oversight. Okay, let me get off. Let me get off my fields here for a minute. Uh, Ennis. Now, Ennis uh, works with the Secretary of State's office. This Ennis person. Okay, so Ennis sent this letter to Harris County. Now, Ennis's letter concluded by informing Tatum that the Secretary of State's office would be sending a contingent of inspectors to observe central account 
to ensure that Harris County establishes appropriate procedures and follows them. So the state is sending agents to Harris County to make sure things go okay. Ennis said these inspectors will perform randomized checks on election records, including tapes and chain of custody, and will observe the handling and counting of ballots and electronic media. Um, Ennis also said election security trainers from the Secretary of State's Elections Division would be present to assist Harris County for the duration of the election period. Okay, you know Harris County is in trouble when they're sending in state agents, but that's not where this story ends, guys, okay? He added that a task force from the Texas Attorney's General Office will be available at all times during the election period in order to immediately respond to any legal issues identified by the Secretary of State, by the inspectors, by the poll watchers, or by voters. Harris County officials responded, no, 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 no. Harris County officials, Harris County officials. Okay, okay. The Harris County judge, I mean, the Harris County attorney, his name is Menifee, okay? And Harris County Judge Hidalgo. Those are your Harris County officials who responded to the Secretary of State's letter by inviting the Justice Department. That's right. Hidalgo and Menifee invited federal agents into the state of Texas. Harris County officials responded by asking the Department of Justice to send federal election inspectors to the county something the DOJ has done in the past and forming their own election task force, including sheriff constables and the FBI. That's right. Harris County also has a crooked sheriff. So in Harris County, the midterm election is being closely monitored by two state agencies, two federal agencies, two local law enforcement groups, and the Harris County Republican Party Ballot Security Committee. Whether all those eyes on Harris County's voting process will result in a more secure election remains to be seen. Anyone who sees violations of Texas election laws can report them to the Attorney General's office at the 2022 Election Integrity Team. And early voting, who cares? Election day is November 8th, ladies and gentlemen. Um... Election day is November 8th. Now, the election integrity team, just real quick, guys. That is uh, election integrity2022 at aog.texas.gov. Again, those of, for those of you who are keeping score, let me get you guys that uh, email address. Again, that is election integrity2022 at AOG, I mean, sorry, at oag.texas.gov, election integrity 2022 at oag.texas.gov. Because that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it appears that AG Paxton has his very own election integrity team this year. All right, guys, that's going to call it. That's a wrap for Lone Star State News on this Friday afternoon, November 4th right? Disco Ball Chaser, Just Jewel, CDP4JC, Dong, uh, Jason QN, Torcana, StevieB15601. Thanks for hanging out this afternoon. Uh, for those of you hanging out over there at Odyssey, over at Twitch, over at uh, Rumble, and uh, over at Trovo and Clout Hub, thank you for being here this evening as well. It's been a fun afternoon. 
this afternoon. I'll be back for uh, America First News and Headlines at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Thank you also for your uh, support over there at Foxhole Just Jules. Thank you for the cookie. CDP, thank you again for the cookie once again, my friend. Early voting is aiding and abetting the enemy, says Disco Ball Chaser. 100%. That is a fact. And, uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, with that said, I look forward to voting alongside all of you fellow Americans on Tuesday, November 8th. And uh, this is an over and out, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Lone Star State News. I'm Mr. C, also known as Michael Aaron Cossidis. I'll see you at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Till then, take care and uh, live long and be prosperous. Bye-bye. government money ATV groceries would lose if we started drug testing people who get food stamps that's how they did us Texas that's how they did us they passed an election any of you guys think that true vote was set up by the FBI Busting down the walls of not just the political rhinos, but I like to moonlight as someone who knows a thing or two every now and then. Wanna vote on election day? Can you imagine having an AG that uh, her specialty is uh, getting human traffickers off on lighter sentences? How about we focus on Paul Pelosi's stock portfolio instead of who he's playing whack the wee-wee with and their tidy whities okay? Post office man found uh, going across the border to Canada with uh, a cart full of Trump-supporting uh, ballots. Uh, California ballots for Trump supporters go missing for the military. Next stop, beep, beep, communism. Kind of like Kintanji Brown Jackson over there at the Supreme Court doing her bits with the uh, the pedophiles and the uh, child pornographers. Uh, oh no, 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 rest assured you did not step in to a Mandela effect. It's time for season two of the January 6th Unselect Committee. Whoop-de-doo, right? <laughs> My mind is not what it used to be, ladies and gentlemen. Wait until, do you want to be part of that tsunami? Okay, because if you vote early, you're not part of the tsunami. I'm just saying, encountering illegal aliens in the wilds, does that sound too racist for anyone? Thank goodness for the internet where we're not printing a paper. Ah, just kidding. You know, I'm not that kind of uh, tree hugger.
was a total shim sham flim flam. It was almost as if Katie Hobbs was running the nation's elections and just making a terror out of it. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Mr. C from The C Report, and I'm stopping in for just a sec to encourage you guys to head over to thecreport.com. At thecreport.com, you can get more information on The C Report, check out episode resources, follow our blog and get new articles every week, join our mailing list, and stay abreast on the latest news and information. That's right, head on over to thecreport.com. That's www.thecreport.com. And be sure to follow us on our social medias Truth Social, Rumble, Twitch, Clout Hub, and Hill.net.